0: You are well on your way to getting to where your destination of choice is located. The problem is you keep remembering all the pain and the brokenness instead of continuing down the road to recovery. Pain is designed to hurt you and cripple you. But I believe that you can muster enough strength to make this comeback. Sure, there will be obstacles strategically placed in your way to trip you up, but that doesn't mean that you have to stop, get up and keep going because you have a recovery to get to. The relationship therapy podcast will be your assistant in your travels.
1: You've tuned into the relationship therapy podcast with Tony Miller, senior, a podcast designed for couples who are married, couples who are dating and have marriage in their future. We will guide you to the principles that will make your relationship better. Stick around. You might just learn something that will help your relationship last longer, grow stronger, and become healthier. Now, here's your host, Tony Miller Sr. Hello,
0: everybody. This is your host, Tony Miller Sr. And welcome to another episode of the Relationship Therapy Podcast. I'm excited as we're getting ready to do the final episode of the series we've been talking about, Toxic Relationships. In this series, we've talked about signs of toxic relationships, some of the things that changes you during that relationship. In last week's episode, we talked about how to end toxic relationships and today we're going to talk about how to recover from toxic relationships i understand that this whole process has been tough it has been uh, challenging but i just believe that you can get through it you've made the decision to end the toxic relationship that has bound you now it's time for you to move on with your life. As I stated in last episode, this will not be an easy journey. Not easy, but very, very much doable. This There has to be some time where you are able to take steps toward becoming better than what you currently are. And I wanted to emphasize to all who are listening to this episode that this is not a quick process, that will not require you to work. On the backside, I say that because it is going to be a lot of work. All of the drama that you experienced during this horrible ordeal will not just shake off, it is going to require some things of you that is crucial towards your recovery. So sit back and listen as we talk about how to recover from toxic relationships. Trust me you can make it to the other side of this pain. All you have to do is make up your mind and go out and get it. As we begin to talk about how to recover from toxic relationships, I want us to start with this first point. Number one, allow yourself to heal. Oftentimes, after something tragic or some trauma, we are guilty of not allowing ourselves to heal. I want you to hear me and please hear me closely. You have to let yourself heal. You've been through a trying ordeal. It's not just going to fade away and the memory is gone. You can't treat it as if it didn't happen. You need time to heal. The troubling thing about that statement is everybody heals differently. Previously, I've talked about seeking professional help for your own sanity, and I believe that will help you. I know so many feel like going to see a therapist means something is wrong with you. Truth is, there is nothing wrong with you, and there's nothing wrong with just talking about what's on your heart and mind. You have positive and negative feelings all wrapped up inside of you, fighting to take charge. Both of them want to control you. You must not shut down and hide in your closet, waiting until it all goes away. You have to heal. A part of the healing process requires you to speak your mind over the painful things that you've experienced. Just like when you have a stomach virus and you uh, you vomit and you vomit out all those things and almost immediately you start feeling better because you've gotten rid of what's inside of you and causing the problem in the first place. It actually works that same way to help you get that emotional junk out of your system. You've got to talk about it. And it starts shaping you up toward putting yourself in place of getting better. It's okay to cry on other people's shoulder. These are people who are willing to allow you to vent your feelings. It's okay if you don't understand why it happened. It's okay if you feel like you can't get over it. Just know that you can heal from this. This shouldn't have happened. But just know, you cannot stop living because it happened. With time, you will be able to live the life you may have always dreamed about. But first, you must allow yourself the time to heal from the pain. The second thing that you have to do is celebrate each victory. You've allowed yourself to heal, but now you must celebrate each victory. This has been and will be a journey. Definitely not one that you expected, but you're here now. Why not make the most of your recovery? What I mean by that is this, celebrate each victory along the way to your healing. I have found that celebrating small victory becomes a focus for the big victory that is to come. At each phase of your healing, there is a victory to celebrate. You may have conquered something, you should celebrate it. If you have not thought about returning to that old relationship a whole day, that's a victory. Celebrate it. If you didn't cry yourself to sleep last night, that's a victory. Celebrate. Maybe you are even in a better mindset than you were in yesterday. My friend, that is something to celebrate because that's a victory. The goal here is for you to see these small victories as being able to associate with the small victories of success that is possible. Most of the time when we are able to see progress being made, we tend to stay focused on the pattern or the road that we're currently on. Focus is a tremendous help in your healing. The less you focus on returning and what had happened, and the pain that's inside, the more quickly your healing will come because you will begin focusing on getting better. That's why I agree with letting all out inside of you. Let it all out so that you're better able to move forward. Now, let me say this, your celebrations for small victories should should not be counterproductive to your healing. What I'm saying is this, Celebration should not require anything that could prove detrimental to your comeback. In plain terms, don't use alcohol or illicit drugs as something that you use as a celebratory tool because it may become the wrong type of celebration. You need healing mechanisms, but don't let those two things. Be the crutch that brings you back, and it will send you down a downward spiral. Celebrate with friends, loved ones, family members as you begin enjoying the effects of conquering what had conquered you. That's something to celebrate because you are well on your way to healing. Celebrate each victory. So now we're down to point number three, but let's do a quick backtrack. We talked about number one, allow yourself to heal. And then number two, celebrate each victory. Here's number three, embrace forgiveness. Let me say it again, embrace forgiveness. Before I start this, I have to be brutally honest. This will be extremely difficult. Anytime there is forgiveness involved, there will be many opinions on what is the criteria for forgiving people who have wronged you. The difference here is that person may or may not have asked for forgiveness. So many people believe that in order to receive forgiveness, the individual must first apologize for their actions. But my Bible doesn't say that. We are to forgive those who have despitefully used us. We're forgive those who has harmed us, whether they apologize or not. This actually could be a strong healing bomb for you. If you're holding your forgiveness hostage, all you're doing is damaging you more during this process. Because when forgiveness is held hostage because of what they did to you, it really takes part of a situation where you've got to be very, very careful, or you will go backwards instead of forward. The process of forgiving someone who hasn't asked for it can be challenging, but it is truly mandatory for taking the next step towards your healing. You have to understand that our goal is to arrive at healing. So let forgiving them be a catalyst for you going in the right direction. By releasing the anger and the unforgiveness for what they did, it is essential toward getting over the pain and the hurt and moving to your next destination of healing. Quiet as is kept, it's great therapy for us to forgive. Forgiveness doesn't mean that you're okay with what they did and that they're getting away with it. But instead, you're choosing to heal for yourself by going through the difficult and challenging part of forgiving. Let me ex- Let me be extremely transparent to to all my listening audience. I had a difficult time forgiving someone on how they treated me. I would say as little as possible to them anytime that I was around them. But then one day, God had spoken to my heart about forgiveness. And he even took it one step further not only forgive them, but start praying for them. And once I was able to start praying for them and forgiving them and praying for their well-being, I was able to associate with that person. And needless to say, the relationship got even better because of me forgiving them. Now, I know they may go around and not asking for your forgiveness and still living the type of life that causes harm, but it's about you forgiving them. And even in some cases, you may have to forgive yourself because you were associated with them. Do not hold unforgiveness in because it will cause eternal damage inside. Go ahead and do the difficult task of forgiving the person who hurts you, forgiving yourself for being involved with that person. And if you embrace forgiveness, I'm pretty confident that forgiveness will embrace you. Here is the final point that I want to make. Number four, recreate your identity. The situation that you left has robbed you of who you are. Without even knowing it, you lost your identity. You were placed in a situation that actually damaged your psyche. You were ripped off by someone who committed atrocities to your identity. You can go back to what you wanted your life to look like, or you can even... Recreate yourself. This is the start of a beautiful journey of self-love and self-discovery. Slowly getting yourself back to the person you were before the whole ordeal. You achieve this by doing more of the things you love. And better yet, you can even reinvent who you are by starting something new. Learning a new skill, finding new interests, or just experiencing new adventures are just some of the things that will help you reinvent yourself or recreate yourself and help take your mind off of your negative past. It's okay to go back to doing things that you stopped doing during the relationship or recreating your identity does not mean that you're going to get a facelift and get a name change and move somewhere. But what it actually does is that you're getting ready to do what's best for you. And it's your identity. You run it, you run you. Let me give you a couple of things that may be in your purview of what you're wanting to recreate in your identity. Maybe you want to establish your relationship with God. That's if you didn't already have one. This is possibly the best decision that you'll make that will help enhance your healing. A stable relationship with God has a special way of bringing you to true peace. Peace is ultimately what you're searching for. And I understand, like I said earlier, some of you may not be believers in Christ, but I'm a Christian, and I understand the power this relationship with him has brought in my life, and I'm sure it will bring into your life. But secondarily, maybe you can stay away from unhealthy behavior. Your behavior during the healing process is a major key to where your next steps will end up. This is not the time to develop any bad habits. Developing bad habits will slow your healing process all the way down. And you will have to not only battle that habit that you've started, but also battling for your recovery. Both at the same time. Stay away from unhealthy behavior. And here's the third thing. Set some goals for yourself. Put yourself out there and set some goals and start working toward them and working extremely hard toward achieving those goals. Having a destination in mind guides your steps and keeps you on track for your future where do you want to be in 2 5 10 years set that goal and go ahead and make up your mind that you're going to achieve it now now is the right time to achieve what's in front of you and now is the right time to recreate your identity don't let what happen Stop you. If you are on track to being somebody special, which you already are special, continue that route. Get your healing and go for it. Don't let them have the last laugh that they have permanently placed you in a bubble that you cannot punch your way out of. You can heal from toxic relationships and you can recover if you want it bad enough from toxic relationships. Well, that's all I've got for you today, but just to rehash the four things that I gave you. Number one, allow yourself to heal. Number two, celebrate each victory along the way. Number three, embrace forgiveness. And I emphasize that this is going to be tough. And then number four, recreate your identity. I believe it can happen. As we said in previous episodes, get you a good support system to help you through this process to your healing. And once you do, you will be amazed at how much better you're getting. That's all I've got. Thank you for listening. And as always, remember, it takes
1: two to make a relationship work. Thank you for listening to the Relationship Therapy Podcast with Tony Miller Sr. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. Tune in next time for more insight on how to make your relationship better. If you have any questions, please email us at tmrelationshiptherapy at gmail.com we would love to hear from you until next time remember it takes two to make the relationship work